Hi, I'm Cheryl Joyce Norman, author of Pushed by Pain into Purpose. I wrote Pushed by Pain into Purpose after realizing that God had purpose in my pain. Now, I'm here to share my journey with you to discover the purpose in your pain and change your perspective of it. I think it's really cool that I get to take over your podcast. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I get a chance to be in the driver's seat of this podcast. What drive on? Okay. Well, look, and, and, and I'm excited about it. So this is the uh, Push by Pain into Purpose podcast. And uh, I'm having a conversation with the author herself, Minister Cheryl Norman. Well, let me go back. Cheryl Joyce Norman, okay? Can't leave the Joyce out of there. No, you can't. <laughs> there was a purpose for that, too. <laughs> there was a purpose for that? Okay, so everything has, has a purpose. Everything has a purpose. So there's nothing out of place. There's nothing without purpose. Everything is, is set the way it needs to be for the purpose it serves, right? right? Right. Oh, my gosh. Well, I am excited that we are actually making this your first episode what the listeners will find out is there are two other episodes and they are amazing i won't give them away i would love to <laughs> i would love to give them all away just give the whole spiel on on both of the episodes but i won't i won't i'll try not to okay okay we'll try not to but i'm so excited that we get to have this conversation uh surrounding the push by pain into purpose podcast but the one Thing. I just got to jump right into this because we, we had a prior conversation. Um, but the one thing we were talking about was the first sentence in chapter one of the Push by Pain into Purpose book. Okay, that's a mouthful. That's yes. the, I mean, you really have to be pushed by pain into purpose to get that out. Okay, yes, so if you're stumbling over the words, you ain't been pushed yet. Okay, <laughs> no, I'm playing. So... I have to ask you. Well, first let's read it. What is the first? I'm gonna let you read it. The first sentence says in your in your book in chapter one, it says, I was born, I was anointed, and then I was attacked by the enemy. I was born, I was anointed, then I was attacked by the enemy. So I was sharing with you earlier, this was like a really black when I first read this <laughs> that first sentence listen if you're listening I, I look I know you can relate when, when you hear that if you guys have not read it um, read the book I'm, there's going to be a link in the description where you can go and find the book but that first sentence really grabbed me because I had never thought about it that way you know that I was born and, and as you say, I was already anointed before I was born, according to the word of God. But I was born, I was given my assignment by God and, at my birth. And then immediately following, I was attacked by the enemy. And so it brought me back to my childhood because that summarized everything. And it put into words what I'd experienced but not been able to articulate. 
and say. And so I guess seeing that in writing, seeing those one, two, three, that was just like, wait a minute. Mm -hmm. So what caused you to say, let me, let me start this like this. Let's, let's just, let's just dive right into it that way. What, what was, what was that about? So why did I start it like that? Well, when you look in the word of God in, in the book of Jeremiah, matter of fact, the first chapter, um, it says the word of the Lord came to me saying, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. And before you were born, I set you apart. I appointed you as a prophet to the nations. So in thinking about that and the way kind of looking back at my life, what happened, um, that God was telling me the same thing. That uh, he already had purpose for me even before my mother or father thought about me coming along. (laughs) I thought, you know, and even today when you just shared that, I thought to myself, it almost incites that the attack from the enemy was a part of the assignment. And it almost says that because I I knew you, you know, when I formed you, I knew the necessary evil, so to speak. I knew the necessary hurdle or obstacles you need to face to be who I called you to be. Yes. And then it just made me think about um, Samuel, uh, the book, First Samuel 24, when, you know, David deals with Saul. And the Bible does say that, you know, that God made Saul jealous. And, and of course, he, you, we all know the story. He took David through the ringer, right. all this negativity. And it was just this presence of the enemy. It was just this negative force constantly. Then I thought about Job. And I'm thinking, you know, so when I first read that, I began to think of all of these passages in the Bible. Now, what you just read, I didn't cross my mind. But then now that you read that and you connect those two, those puzzle pieces together, you begin to see that. This, you know, this could almost be a part of the assignment. Right. He said, I've already set you apart. Mm. So when you come along and you don't fit in, that's because he's set you apart. Wow. Wait, say that again. When you come (laughs) along and you don't fit in. Right. Because he set you apart. You're not supposed to fit in. So you're telling me my family didn't separate me from them my friends didn't separate me from them my my colleagues at work they didn't separate me from them i was already separated separated god did it <laughs> you be, you know that that make you want to go to people and say you know i'm really sorry for how i've been talking about you so bad over here because you you re- i'm serious though all jokes aside when you have that revelation that it has always been a god thing that it was never, it was never really um, a them versus me or any of that type of stuff. It was never that. It was really God. It was God that wouldn't allow me to be in certain crowds or go where everybody else was, or even to be unpopular amongst the popular. Right. It was so. I'm sorry. I almost thought about slashing your ties and stuff. <laughs> you know, and be and uh, yeah, you up because then you get to. Uh, oh wait. I need to thank them. I need to thank oh, them. Wait. Send them a thank you letter. <laughs> wait, you said I need, that's good. I need to tell them thank you mm-hmm. because 
it, they had no control over the matter. Right. And I think you see that even in, in the book of um, Samuel, you see the separation between Saul and David. Someone, David, and it was so funny because the Lord allowed David to draw close to them, and then the separation began. And so you, you see in what you just shared that that's a God thing. And maybe David understood that, but well, I wouldn't no, have got I don't, that. I don't think David understood it at the time. Uh, he might have realized it afterwards. Mm. But basically, uh, he had to be trained by Saul, by Saul to, be, to be able to go into what God had called him off. for. I'm going to turn your <laughs> mic off. Wait a minute. I'm going to turn your mic off now. Wait a minute. Did you hear that? <laughs> well, you heard it. You looked at me like, of course I heard it. I said it. <laughs> like Tina Turner. So everything is happens for a purpose. So that was David's Man. training ground. He was a shepherd. He was mm. out there tending the sheep. He didn't know nothing about being a king. Oh, that's good. But, but Samuel had anointed him to be king, and he went back to shepherding until it was his time to come forth. So when he, he had to go in there with Saul and Jonathan, they were teaching and training him on the protocol, uh, on everything that would take to be a, a king. Wow. So look, the people... So it was necessary. Wait, 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 wait. <clears throat> so I don't think you got that. This is a, we gotta we don't have so much time. It was training ground. So we take things, and I say I say we because there's been moments where I'll say for me I've taken separation, you know what, I've taken it wrong because I, we're not friends anymore, or because now all of a sudden you you you're you're coming against me and I've done you nothing. You're talking about me. I've done nothing to you. You know, it's it, we got problems between us. And again, I've done nothing to you. I've only been present. I've only shown love. I've only shown kindness and not realize. And you, I'm saying that because you just gave me a, a huge revelation. <laughs> this was training ground. This was never a personal matter. It was a development space. And, and what better way to develop than with those you've come to be endeared to? Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay, we got to get back to the book because we, we didn't even know that was going to come about. But so when you wrote that, when you, when you wrote that, did you, when you wrote Push by Pain into Purpose, period, did you realize your understanding of the pain, uh, how, how well you've, you've come to understand the pain? Or did writing the book kind of help you realize, wow, I've, I've really developed a good understanding about my pain? Well, um, I kind of had come to um, the knowledge of of that, but the, in writing the book, it just kind of brought out, it just expanded, mm. and and I saw different things because even now, um, in thinking about it, as you said, we've done a, um, a previous podcast. I even realized that something I said in the book changed wow so i gotta ask you because <laughs> because somebody gonna read the book now to find out but what changed that what did you share that changed and and for those of you um listen let me just pause real quick before we you answer that the push by pain into purpose podcast is going to release in january 
Okay, I, I'm I'm telling you just based on my experience in being able to be present for the first two episodes, you want to hear those first two episodes. Um, when you're talking about Lazarus and all that, we'll talk about that in a minute. But it, I want to just kind of pause and just um, say that. Make sure you get a chance to listen to those first two episodes. You're going to love this podcast because it's it's real. So now what changed? Well, in the book, I stated that I was running from all of my life. But then I realized I wasn't running from, I was running to. Whoa. Because I had been pushed by all of the circumstances that I had been through where I, you know, felt like, you know, I wasn't loved and and uh, wasn't appreciated and abandoned and abused and all of that, that I was running from that. Mm. But all of that had developed me and prepared me, just like with David, to be able to fulfill my assignment. Mm. And that I would not be held back with family ties or or friendship ties or whatever ties to where that I wouldn't want to be available to where God was sending me. Oh wow! So I wasn't running from. I was I, running. To. I got chills. I'm serious. That gave me chills. I wasn't running from. I was running to. And 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 I think honestly, it changes because at some point we are running from. You know. And then as we develop and evolve and grow in our understanding and our assignment that God has on our life, that from changes to two. And I'm no longer running from a thing. I'm running towards a thing. And I, I didn't, you know, and I love that. I love how honest you were because some people be like, I ain't touching that. I know we wrote that in the book. They, they, if they piece it together, that's good for them. But you're like, you know, you're showing even as in these moments. I'm I'm yet an evolver. I'm yet I'm gonna change. I'm gonna grow. I'm gonna develop. My understanding of things are gonna are, are gonna grow. And so I want to talk about <clears throat> um, timeless. You know, being timeless. And when uh, and when I talk about that, it's not so much about the idea of of, of a piece or a picture or a look, but I, I mean having no idea of uh, or not allowing time to dictate your choices. You didn't, you know, when it came to writing a book, did you say, you know what? I should have did this sooner years ago. I don't, I'm, I'm out of time. I don't have time to do that. You know, um, what allowed you to just keep going and saying, you know what? No, I'm going to write this book because, and let me just say this because I remember us talking about it before the book was done. And, and I'm like, That'd be great. It'd be great if you write a book. And I thought, you know, I wonder when she's going to start. When next time I talk to you, it was done. It was done. And so I thought to myself, what barrier did you have to take? That's the question. What barrier did you have to uh, take off or block did you have to get rid of to say, you know what? Let's go ahead and do it. Let's write it. Let's, Let's kill the idea of time. It's too late. Any of that. So what did you have to take down to get that uh, this book accomplished? Well, actually, I had to um, get past 
me and what I felt other people would think about it. You know, like, I didn't name names or anything, but if you know me, you might know the situation. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't want to paint any anybody in a bad light or anything. Wow. So, but it was just got to the point where, okay, the story has to be told. Wow. It happened for a reason. And it just seems like at this particular time, God has his seasons and his timing is perfect. So it's like, okay, you've been through enough and you've been strengthened enough. You've been um, ostracized enough. You've been criticized enough that you got thick skin. You can take it. That's right. Now, so you can write the book now. So you gave yourself permission to write. I want to pause because I think that's a message all in itself because I think as even now with you journeying into podcasting, you know, some of the listeners need, needed to hear that, that you should give yourself permission to do your life work, to do what God has purposed in you to do, you know, and I love that you pointed out that the hurdle was was nothing outside of you. It was inside of you. It was just something within yourself saying, you know, hold off, wait, think this through. How would people feel? Um, <clears throat> what would they think, you know, and to get past that and get to this point where you have produced the book. How has life after Push by Pain into Purpose been for you? Just having, just from the standpoint of getting this out. Well, some of the feedback that I've gotten from people that have read it, uh, it is so positive because it's relatable. And so they can relate and then they can go back and examine what they've been through. Mm. And so now they can change their perspective on what they went through because when the why when the when the why shows up, what happened doesn't matter. Oh, that's good. When the why shows up, the what doesn't matter. Right. Whatever that whatever what that is. what is. Yeah, it doesn't matter anymore. No. Oh, that's good. Okay, well, okay. <laughs> Come on, why? W-H-Y. Um, I've enjoyed this this conversation. I want to get into, in our last moments of this uh, episode, I want to get into the conversation surrounding episode one and two just a little bit because so much is shared in episode one. I love the way it's layered. I shared that with you um, off air that I love the way it's layered because it's set up to where we're talking about Lazarus and we're talking about all this stuff that surrounds this situation. And I didn't realize how much drama went down <laughs> with Lazarus and them sisters. You know, that's a lot of drama. Uh-huh. They really set Jesus up for some, I mean, he, I know he said at some point to somebody, I didn't come in for this mess. You know, <laughs> I would have said, I'd be like, what do you think? But uh-huh. we talked about even the messenger and I know now when they say don't shoot the messenger. Oh, I know. <laughs> Look, I'm just telling y'all what the man said. So I, I, I wondered because again, when as you shared, when you walked through the door, the idea was I have my book. I'll start with my book, but we started with the book instead right. of your book. 
And so I, I, I wonder what shifted, like what changed in that moment? I really, I really don't know what changed. <laughs> it was just God. It was just I love God. that. That's the best. That's the best answer. Because I feel that we now know, um, we now know and we will know moving forward that whatever you share is based upon what God has released you to share. So it's not going to be the Cheryl Joyce Norman show. Right. It is really the space for those who have been pushed by pain into purpose. And I love um, episode one and episode two because it deals with, and I'm, I'm giving you guys this because I think y'all need to know it because you definitely want to hear it. It deals with the very thing that causes a lot of us pain, which is the fact that we bury the things that are not dead. We bury our dreams and our dreams are not dead. They just We just haven't gotten the yes that we want or we haven't had the, the right people around us to encourage us to keep going. And so you go into a space in episode one uh, that really, that really talks about what we've done with our dreams. And then in episode two, there's a conversation around how to, you know, because what I learned is and what I gathered from listening to one and two is I had to think about, now how did they feel knowing this man was just dead? He, I mean, no, honestly, some of us are not okay when someone comes back to give us a chance to really live our dream really have the hope some of us say no it, it, it was dead I ain't, I ain't dealing with it and it's like you and so i thought you we have to have a mindset that's conducive to the fact that no your dream was never dead you felt it was you thought it was and what's killed it hasn't been you know anything other than your thought of it you thought it was dead yeah but god called it sleep <laughs> right it's just like you you you're on a computer. There's a sleep button. When you, you talk about when it, you, <laughs> when you get up from that computer and you haven't touched it for a minute, it's gonna go to sleep. Oh, that's but good. all you have to do is touch that mouse and it's gonna wake up. A subtle touch too. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't take you ain't got to slam it. No, you ain't gonna bang it on the keys. <laughs> it's just uh, and I, you're, and I say that because I've had moments where my computer's on the desk and the desk sits next to my bed. So if I bump the bed. That light on the computer come on. I'm like, now nah, you serious? Right. <laughs> and and I love that you say that because that's really what it takes to wake up. It doesn't take all this hollering and screaming and fussing and rolling around and and you know because that's grief. Mm -hmm. That's grief. That's not belief. That's oh God, thank you, Lord. That's revelation. That's that's not belief. That's grief. And all it takes to wake up something that is sleep is to believe that it was never dead. It never stopped. So, you know, I love that you just allow God to take you. In, and here's what's funny. You know your book. You know the book, too. You know the Bible. But you know your book. You know what's in there to speak from. You know, so to see you transfer or transition to the word of God and allow your heart to be put on, on display there's a, a an episode one, uh, Minister Cheryl shares something where she talks about um, when God let her down. And I can't tell you how I felt when I heard you say, I remember when he let me down. And I had to pause because 
we never, you know, we never keep it real and say, I've been let down. Mm-hmm. I've prayed and the prayer was not answered. Mm-hmm. I've, you know, I've cried and begged God. And what I've cried and begged for did not come to pass. Um, and you explained it. And you put it in the understanding of he knows best. And so I felt in that moment, in that conversation that you were sharing with the listeners, I felt um, I felt a little bit sorrowful because I, I had a moment where I didn't know what God had did. I didn't know if he let me down. I didn't know if he forgot about me. I didn't know if he was disappointed in me. I didn't know. And, um, and honestly, I never considered let me down. Because I thought, you know, that ain't, I've never been let down. Right. And the truth was, if I look at it based on my natural feeling, I felt let down. Right. And I, I thought about it with my dad. You know, my dad's been deceased all my life. And uh, at 31, I'm like, yeah, that let me down. Because I would have so loved to have had at least one Father's Day with my actual dad. And I never got that. So, yeah, that really, yeah, that's the word for it. <laughs> and then I, I but, but here's the thing. In expressing that, I was able to hear back from God the understanding, which is this moment, my purpose, while we go out and reach kids and do our part. So I appreciate you sharing that. And I'm talking about that because I want you guys to really pay attention to some of the things that are being shared in these first two episodes because I learned so much in that short amount of time, how to process how I feel. And I'm learning it's like a kid, you know, when you're not able to tell your parents that, look, that really disappointed me, that really, that really, you know, that emptied me out, (laughs) you know. um, I felt blessed because you can't get a response to something you never express. Right. And that's that's the whole thing is God is not offended if you ask him a question. I don't understand this, God. Can you explain it to me? Help me deal with this? You know, I still love you, but can you just kind of help me understand why? And because we're always told, don't ask God why. Mm. But God say, I don't have a problem with you asking me why, because I love to explain it to you and then uh, heal you, because I'm going to show you why and I'm going to tell you why. You may not understand it right now, but you will eventually. And just like we said, um, Mary and Martha was really kind of upset. So they asked me, well, look, Jesus, if you had been here, you know, my, my brother. But, this wouldn't but have happened. Like yeah, the, but the whole thing is we put God on a timetable. And when he doesn't come when we want him to come, we feel like, you know, well, God ain't for me and all of this. But, but just like the whole the point of the story is is that he may not come when but he wanted to make sure that everybody around him around there knew that it was dead that Lazarus was dead because there was a custom that after three days uh, you, you know he may not have been dead he may have just been paralyzed or uncon- you know unconscious or something but Jesus waited until the proof was there that he was dead. He was buried, 
And so when he told um, uh, Mary and Martha to take me to where you laid him, they said, oh, now he's stinking now. He's been in there, you know, four days. You know, so your situation may be stinking, wow. but it's not impossible for God. And he, he did it for a purpose so that everybody around you that saw that it was dead, when he shows up as the resurrection and life, then um, he's presenting himself, introducing himself to them as a whole nother aspect that you may not have even thought about. I love that. I love the in-depth understanding of it. What can the listener, those who will listen to this every week, what can they expect from the Push by Pain into Purpose podcast? I pray that they will be able to get an understanding of what they've been through and start looking at, not looking at the what they went through, but looking at the why they went through it. What is your assignment? What is your purpose? And I feel like where God has me now is just still part of my assignment. Wow. Wow. Well, thank you so much, Minister Cheryl Joyce Norman. (laughs) Thank you so much for having this conversation with me. I am excited. I cannot wait until January. Um, We have a release date yet? Do we have one? No, you haven't given me one. I thought we had a release date. I think episode, look, I'm telling y'all right now because it's, it's for sure on the Thursday, it's January the 6th. Is the first episode. Okay. So January 6th, episode one will drop. Um, Well, this is episode one. (laughs) Episode one. This is episode one. Um, But as a matter of fact, this one will drop um, before. But the first first episode, full episode, is actually going to drop January the 6th. And I cannot wait. That's going to be a week from this one being dropped. So guess what? You got seven days to prepare yourself for the story about Lazarus <laughs> and how crazy it got with his sisters. And I'm, I'm just so excited for you on this journey. I think, again, it, this is going to be an awesome experience for those who are listening each week and taking it in. And so um, where's the book available? If Those who want to grab a book now, because we are going to have moments where the book is a part of the, the, the process or a part of the episodes. Where can they go to find the book? The book is available on my website, uh, www.pushedthenumber2purpose.com. It is also available through Amazon. You can go out and uh, find either by my name um, as author or Push by Pain into Purpose. Awesome. And just bear in mind, if you go down to the description below this episode, you can click the link. It's going to take you over to the Amazon book option. You can buy it right there on Amazon, as well as the website is going to be listed in the description below as well. Uh, Minister Cheryl, again, thank you so much for having this transparent moment and giving me your platform. I don't think I don't know if I get to come back, but hopefully I get to come back. Yes, you're so welcome. And yes, you can come back. Awesome. 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 Well, anything you want to share with, with, with the audience before we go? This, uh, any parting words for them? Uh, just that uh, I 
I would really uh, hope that you will get something from these podcasts because it's really being downloaded from God through me to you and that it will help you in your everyday living. Awesome. We look forward to the Push Our Pain Into Purpose podcast. All right. Great. Wait, can't wait. Cannot. <laughs>